welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hello, Broads. Good morning. Oh, my Lord. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. <laughs> you know, that's what I want. Rise and shine. And the new bachelorette is Kylie Jenner. Can you imagine? Billionaire bachelorette. That should be a spinoff, billionaire. But instead, uh, instead of well, millionaire matchmaker, bachelorette, billionaire, billionaire bachelorette. bachelorette. Well, did you hear about the spinoff that's happening? That's been approved by ABC. That Jed Wyatt was one season too late for. No, oh, yes. Can you, brats, brats? <laughs> this is a very important topic. Bachelor ABC has approved they are going to do a bachelor style spinoff for a musician. I don't really understand. Like, does everyone else have to be a musician? I have I, no I'm not, idea. I'm, I'm confused on the format. I'm so confused. Is it going to be like 30 musicians competing for each other's hearts? Is there going to be one Is musician? Is it like American Idol meets The Bachelor? Yeah. Is it going to be like one musician and then like 30 groupies? Like, I have no idea. Is the musician <laughs> going to be famous? Is this going to be like Rock of Love? Is it going to be Jake Owen? I don't know. Oh, he's dating somebody though. Maybe he'll break up with his girlfriend. And should we talk about that real quick? Should we? Yeah, sure. Why not? Since okay. You brought up Jake Owen. First of all, he's hot. Oh my lord. What? Okay. Oh my god. I had. I didn't. I forgot about him because the last time we saw Jake Owen, he was on the date with Hannah and Tyler playing, and I was so distracted by Tyler's beauty that I did not pay attention to Jake Owen. I am True. so sorry. And them, Jake. Well, and them gazing, Tyler and Hannah gazing into each other's oh, eyes so dramatically. So romantic. Um, so yeah, should we cover some drama? Sure, there's the been top? some drama in the past week or two in the Bachelor world. There's been quite some drama. Um, okay, so Jake Owen drama. Jake Owen basically did like a parody video where he was like, you know, Hannah, go home, leave Peter alone kind of thing. That yes. was sort of the, the, the thing of it. But then Chris Harrison. And then Chris Harrison. Well, I get... Paige Webster, shout out to one of our broads who immediately sent me a screenshot. <laughs> so on top of it, love all of you. Um, she sent me a screenshot of a tweet that Chris Harrison himself put out that said, my man, Jake Owen, speaking his truth to Hannah B on behalf of Peter, hashtag The Bachelor. And retweets this video. And Shade. retweets the video, Shade, Shady Shaderson. <laughs> like, are you kidding me, Chris? Oh my God. And then Hannah... Repo- retweets responds and re- responds yeah. and retweets and says better just be his truth christopher hold on better just be his truth christopher i'm not just chop liver now you still have to love me and try to understand my mess just <laughs> <laughs> found this exchange so I'm absurd like, what is going on <laughs> like well you know i think hannah really believed chris harrison was her bestie Oh, and then now you, he's shading I mean, her. Is, do you think like everyone feels that way always that Chris Harrison is their best friend I, when they become n- the lead? Well, I don't know. I felt like they really played it up. Like Hannah and Chris were always in a car together. Always kind of like true. I remember there were a lot chatting. of like, like, are they in love? There were a lot of that concept. <laughs> Maybe it was just us. <laughs> we just created that. Subplot. I definitely felt it. And then now the he's shading her by retweeting this Jake Owen video. But, but then I was Maybe also Chris con- is offended that he, she uh, offered herself to Peter third and not Chris Harrison third. <gasps> Maybe. I, I, I didn't quite understand at first when she said you still, I was like, who is she addressing when she's saying you still have to love me and understand my mess? And then I realized she was talking to Chris Harrison. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, I don't really think he gives a shit about you anymore. I think he's just rolling in cash. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> Having so much money, he's just burning it in his fireplace. Yeah. Which, um, by the way, we will get to talking more about Hannah, obviously, yes. when we dive into the episode, because there was a little bit of controversy uh, surrounding 
some our of opinions. our opinions around yes. here. Yes, yes, yes. So we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Okay, now uh, some other scandals for Madison. One of which is the most mortifying thing to ever happen. Let's first cover. Uh, there's been a little bit of. There's been some controversy surrounding um, some posts of hers from 2018 and 2016 on some volunteerism trips mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as they're sometimes called um her volunteering and uh you know wherever the typical slums that one goes on missions trips yes slum i say slums with quotation marks yes parts, i think i believe africa parts of central america or south america mm-hmm. etc um so Yes. I think the controversy specifically around one of the biggest factors is uh, one of her captions, I believe. Yeah, one of her captions that's using the term filthy numerous times, kind of comparing herself to like a savior, a god. She's... Persona. Yeah, she... uh, I'll just read it briefly. My heart found its joy as I served the beautiful people the world calls poor, but who seemed so rich in love. I saw myself in those little faces. I looked at them and felt this love that was unimaginable and knew that this is the way God sees me. So, you know, comparing the way she sees these children is the way God sees her. These kids would run to me with gifts or gifts of stones or dirt. And this is so cringy to me. And I saw myself filthy and broken, offering my life to the creator of the universe and begging him to make it into something beautiful. I sit here in a broken world, small and dirty at his feet. And he who sits so high chooses to commune with me to love me anyway. He blinds his self to my sin and filth so that he can forge a relationship with me. And this is what he did for me with these beautiful children. He blinded me to the filth. And I saw only children hungry for love that I was eager to share with them. I adored them, not because of who I was, but because of who he is. So this whole caption is really kind of, I love this parallel she's drawing between <laughs> these dirty children and her sin and God and herself. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say this. It's so bad. It's real bad. Um. Beckett and I have discussed that I think we're going to. We have an episode coming out Thursday where we're going to talk more about ourselves. And I think we're going to dive more into this because we both have personal experience in the church and with the mission trip culture and all of this. And we'll talk more about our experience. Um, But I think the biggest issue that people are having is when you're posting pictures of you with these dirty, poor, filthy children, as Madison calls them, you know, you're one sort of exploiting children whose permission I'm guessing you don't have from their parents or caretakers to post to thousands of for thousands of people to see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, I mean, just directly with her caption, she's positioning herself in this thing of being this savior, the way that she sees her savior, the Lord, and the way these dirty, poor children see her as their savior. Yes. And there's just a lot of issues with that. So yeah, there's a lot and we're going to get into it heavy because I know for myself, I'd been on numerous trips um, like this and I know this had a lot of, there's a part of me that um, understands being raised in the church, how there is this, I'm trying to think of the right way to put this, a level of, uh, Basically, I I know for me, it was me closing my eyes to the truth of um, why I went on a lot of these trips and putting myself in the savior position and not being honest with myself about that and instead kind of patting myself on the back 
Um, but I do understand that for some people it's a sensitive subject because it's not something that they've like gotten into yet. I think it makes people uncomfortable because I mean, no one likes to be in the position where they're feeling called out or like they had good intentions and, and you know, that's not what's being seen. Exactly. So So point is I'll say on, on our Thursday episode, I will call my own ass out about some of the trips that I did and I'll be honest with it about it. And, uh, yeah. We'll get, get more into get it there, but it. so yeah. that's one of the things. The other thing, the other thing, <laughs> which is the most mortifying, Becca, Becca, when you sent this to me, I didn't believe it. I saw it and I didn't believe it. I thought Becca made this. I thought she made this up. And I was like, did you, I mean, I know you're good at Photoshop, oh but my God, have you excelled beyond my wildest All right. dreams? All right, guys. So, Maddie Prue is her Instagram name. Basically, she posted the photo right after The Bachelor. She posted Woke a photo of super her. grateful, the most perfect date with the perfect guy. It's her and Peter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is Madison. It's, Madison. Someone got a screenshot of her handle at Maddie Prue, commenting under her photo at Maddie Prue. Beautiful date, Maddie. You are so genuine and real. Heart. So let me explain this if you're not following. You're like, why is she commenting under her own photo? She commented under her own photo. Wow, Maddie, you're what a beautiful date. So genuine and real. So what it appears to be is that Mm -hmm. she probably has created fan accounts or finstas to comment on her own photos. And she forgot to by accident switch onto one of her like Maddie fan accounts and just left it on hers and commented that she's so genuine and real. As, as if she was someone else commenting. And then, I mean, it was quickly removed. But um, oh, it not, was quick, not quickly enough. 22 seconds after she posted it, someone screenshot. Honestly. <laughs> nothing is safe. Honestly, the sleuths of the Bachelor world are just, it's next level. So, th- yeah, that happened. And also, then one of my friends started to do a deep dive uh, into her comment section because even before that comment, my friend noticed that there was a number of comments using the specific verbiage like genuine and real, which she thought was odd. And she started clicking through some of these accounts and they're very obviously like fake accounts where the person has like one post and it's of like a flower and then they have like 20 followers and they're following like 600 people or then some of them are like f- foreign accounts with like everything's in a different language. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So basically what this is a sign of is when you're you're paying for bots to comment under your photos. Yes. But Jess and I can just not wrap our ha- head I'm like, around. I'm like, Madison, my love, my sweet love, you got 300K like overnight. Yeah. So why are you using like thousands, a fake fan account to, to like compliment over yourself? 80,000 likes on like one of her first photos from the show. Like that's, that's remarkable. It's remarkable. And also there's like hundreds and hundreds of comments that are so kind because she had a lovely date with Peter. It wasn't, yeah. I would have, I would understand this if, if like she was like in a villainous position and was getting a lot of hate. So she wanted to then be like, Oh, I got, I better that's make what sure. was actually disturbing about this. Yes. I'm like, why is she paying for more <laughs> nice comments or comment, making accounts to comment on her own? I don't get it. Madison, what are you doing? Yeah. I, I don't understand. Now I do know people who, um, one of my friends, she she created a fake account, but so that she could like argue with people if they make a point, you know, 
So she'd be like, well, actually that's not, which I also sort of understand. Yeah. But it's very odd to me if she's getting thousands of supportive comments that she's making fan accounts to just add to the supportive comments. You know what I would do? I would create a, an anti-account and start controversy on my page. <laughs> And get like my stands to go after, but it was actually me dissing myself. Be like, wow, Jess. Or you're like you're setting yourself bitch. up for a good clap back so exactly. that then you can comment as yourself responding to Watch them. this self well, snap. Then uh, someone sent me a screenshot. Brittany Christine, thank you for sending the tea. Uh, she said the world's worst cover up. Uh, one of Maddie's friends commented and said, oops, thought I wrote that comment about being real and genuine from my account, but was logged into Maddie's when she got back from filming. Don't hate me at Maddie Prue. And then Maddie commented back, ha ha ha, you're good. It happens. Love you. <laughs> Which I don't buy since we found all the fake bot okay, comments under listen, the photo. And this is the thing too. You're going to leave your friend when you are now on The Bachelor and are getting uh, have overnight have had 300k i'm not gonna leave my phone with my friend and be like yeah you can no log. no no, not phone she's saying that that her friend had her that she, the friend is saying that she had maddie's username and password from the bachelor and that she was just accidentally logged into okay. maddie's account let and me let me explain a, something to you for someone who has a small following on instagram i can tell you the difference <laughs> between when i had two thousand followers versus having more you would notice if you were logged into someone's account who has 300,000 followers because you are your your phone <laughs> is buzzing. No, it's going zzz, zzz. up. It, it's it's like it's when you have someone who has a ton of followers, you can tell the difference when you're on their account. Also, what of who of your friends? None of my friends would comment beautiful date, Becca. You are so genuine and real. Who what kind of friend would this comment that? Per, that that was the most perfect comment. Becca, no, a hundred percent correct. You, w I would never <laughs> comment on your photo. Wow, Becca, beautiful. I'm gonna start date. doing it. <laughs> wow, Jess, beautiful time with you and your husband. You're so genuine and real. Broads, let's all start commenting this on like all of our please, please, please. Lovely it's our photo, code. lovely photo of Ember. So genuine and real. Heart. <laughs> <laughs> Thousands of comments on <laughs> Becca's pages. <laughs> I think that is, I mean, I think that that's the most concerning though. Like you said, it's not like she's the villain. I would understand that more. Yeah. It's just concerning to me that she's getting so much good attention. Why is she still creating fake fan accounts for herself? So I had someone who slid into the DMs and I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't take a screenshot. So I don't remember um, the broad's name, but she had done some digging and found actually that like on McKenna and Hannah Ann's page that back months and months ago before any um, any episode had aired. So no one knew that they were starting to connect as friends or had seen that, that there was a few accounts that were like McKenna and Hannah Ann BFFs forever fan accounts. That's like no one would know that they were friends except for like McKenna or Hannah Ann. And they were commenting on like is that like a joke thing though like what is that you know? no, no no like they were commenting as like it's like a like fan pages for okay. their friendship but when these i know but started is like that is that like their inside joke that they created a fan page it doesn't themselves? look like it because the comments that they were leaving on like mckenna and hannah ann's photos looked like it was like those so genuine and real love your guys's friendship maybe it's an inside joke are they theirs. best friends i think that they're close yeah bizarre yeah I wouldn't actually at least have there seen are that fan coming. pages with them together. Well, that's and their friendship. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But the point is, no one know, yeah, knew yeah, about yeah. this, and these fan accounts were being created. So it's like, who knows about the fact that who you guys the, are I don't close have enough friends. emails to make that many accounts. I already have enough oh, accounts between, you know, between we have chatty bras and Becca, and I have my I have a Finn stuff for me and my friends, and I have yeah. I just I, I don't yeah. have time for to no, be no. life lover nine zero two five zero commenting on my own photos. It's too much. Anyways. <laughs> That was some fun so already. That's the tea from this week. That is the tea from this week. Before we hop into this episode. Well, it wouldn't be a Bachelor recap without showing some love for this next sponsor. Becca and I once considered tattooing this name on our bodies. and We still would. Yeah, if we they'll still sponsor may. it. Should, should, should we do it? Yeah. Fat Fit Fun. If anything, I'll be singing this jingle at the birth of your next child. Welcoming, welcoming them to the earth properly. Yes. <laughs> Well, maybe one day if we have triplets, we can name one fab, one fit, and one fun. What do you think? Oh, I like that idea. <laughs> or maybe three cats. Maybe instead of my children. Fab fit fun no, is- not good enough. <laughs> fab fit fun is the box filled to the brim with full-size beauty, wellness, fashion, fitness, and tech products. And this box reflects your personal style because um, the cool thing is you can customize most of the products in your box and really choose the products that match your lifestyle. The box retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. And uh, many of the products cost more normally than what you pay for the entire box. And the 2019 Winter Box is on sale now. This box had some of my favorite products in it. And listen, obviously, I love getting the box for myself because... Eh selfish um but with valentine's day coming this is a perfect thing to get and then give away all the goodies inside as gifts for some of your girlfriends or um your kids teachers i always get a second box because the products inside make great gifts um i always have like a really cute then last minute gift idea if i'm in a bind with one of ember's teachers Mm -hmm. it was a lifesaver during christmas time for me ember's teachers were thrilled by those days Mm -hmm. i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) and today you can use coupon code chat for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com, making it only $39.99. That's coupon code chatty for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Okay, can we talk about another gift idea or at least a gift that I pass out to my friends and my family and random people in bar bathrooms frequently? <laughs> I'm like the hangover cure Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's favorite friend. I'm the best in the bar bathrooms. <laughs> um, it's DHM Detox. I swear I opened my purse. If you want to open it right now, you're going to find packets on packets of DHM Detox in there. I'm always stocked. DHM Detox's motto is no days wasted after drinking. With it, you're able to enjoy a few drinks without next day nausea, brain fog, anxiety, or headaches. Okay, how it works is DHM Detox uses science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol with its optimized blend of natural ingredients, antioxidants, and vitamins. You just take two capsules after your first couple of drinks, not before, and it helps break down those pesky toxins. You can even double up and take another packet if you're having a real big night out. And like Jess said, these packets are super convenient and easy to take with you anywhere, whether you're on the go, traveling, socializing with friends, in the bar bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> DHM Detox has become a key part of my drinking routine. And listen, this isn't just a vitamin for when you're wanting to party without hurting the next day. Um, I'm the type of person who gets headaches after a glass or two of wine. So I take mm-hmm. them when I'm just going to have like a quiet night in with two glasses of shard so i wake up in the morning um feeling good and not 
filled with headaches and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't forget to drink some water and get some sleep for optimal results and always drink responsibly broads. Uh, and just for a couple dollars, you can wake up feeling fine after a night out of drinking. So worth it. Um, and now they have free shipping on all orders in the U S and we've got you 20% off your order. Just head over to dhmdetox.com and use promo code chatty at checkout. That's D H M D E T O X dot com and use promo code chatty at checkout for 20% off your order. I really like how you said drink your drinking routine. <laughs> like it's now part of my drinking routine. It's part of my routine. <laughs> you know, when I'm at home alone, the, the routine is I turn that hot bath on, <laughs> and the second I hear that hot bath sound, I go, ah, Chardonnay. Shots. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Vodka shots lined up on the edge of my bathtub <laughs> and with DHMD in between after. each. <laughs> oh boy! No, I drink like a housewife. Trust, trust, and believe. Um, all right, so let's get into this episode. God, it was a good one. Time I, to crack my knuckles. I um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm loving this season, Jess. I'm loving this season. I too, was Becca. waiting on pins and needles for the second episode so was i and now i'm waiting on pins and needles for next week i i haven't felt this way in a long time i'm just gonna say it like i'm normally like oh, okay gotta watch the episode like yeah i enjoy it but no grayson and i are like when do we get to watch what oh happens no next? just itching and i and i just want to give you a shout out pilot peter honestly I'm so sorry if I ever doubted you because you've been phenomenal. Great bachelor. I'm a huge fan. Great bachelor. Huge fan. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Love him. <laughs> okay. So we start off in the, the middle, in the thick of it. In the thick of all this Hannah drama. Um, should we talk about some of the Hannah issues from last week? Yeah, so we did go a little hard. I will admit that. We <laughs> we did sort of have this attitude like Hannah curated everything like from the date to the... To the like. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to have to admit, I'm going to have to take one on the chin for this and say it, it was uh, many cups of coffee later to keep myself wound up and I was a little impassioned. I did not like the date concept and I felt a little triggered by it again like we talked about the whole idea of anyone who might have had any sort of sexual trauma in their life it was upsetting to me and then because I didn't like the fact that Hannah was there I associated with her of course the producers created this sure so oh we okay but I do want to then say this too yes so on the other side of it on the other um I I saw a lot being thrown around about people saying like you know Hannah's under contract even some people using the words like she was forced to do this and I'm like okay let's let's make this really clear well I think it all came out because Evan Bass posted and said that he had done some digging and found out that she was forced which I don't know no, how guys. Okay. I, I have not been the bachelorette granted, so I don't know how that works, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I have been under the bachelor contract and you are never forced to do anything. You, you can at any time say, I don't feel comfortable with this or like, no, I really don't want to talk to Peter or like, you know, it's not appropriate for me to do this right now on his date or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you do always have that say and that autonomy. No one is ho- putting a gun to your head. And uh, and also, I do think it's a little different when you're actually the bachelor or the bachelorette. Like, I don't know if you listen to Colton's This American Life listeners, but um, 
Colton definitely revealed some production stuff where Colton was like sort of being held hostage. <laughs> Colton spilled the creamiest tea I've ever heard in my life. But, um, you know, Hannah is not the bachelorette currently. Like she's, you know, at her home in L.A. and she's being shuttled to this day. I, I mean, she she had autonomy over what was mm-hmm. going to go down and, and she made a specific choice. It's very obvious to sit Peter down and and uh, sort of, yeah, lay her out there yeah yeah i mean now under understanding now that it was her birthday that it was aligned with like you know stress with dancing with the stars and all this i do have a little more empathy but i will say the idea of like her being forced to do this for instance um having been becca's friend through some of your journey you have said no to certain things and then also got against certain things in contract are there quote-unquote consequences because you'll maybe lose a potential job opportunity yes but you stood by your guns and were like i'm not comfortable doing this or i'm going to say this when i feel like saying it and then you know. uh, yeah i think that's i think that's like maybe I, I just don't see hannah as the victim in this like she's made over half a million dollars now like with the bachelorette and with dancing with the stars and i'm sure she feels she would really like to continue to secure opportunities with abc and so she's making a choice in everything that she's doing and so So they probably said we want you on the show on the uh, episode and she was like i I think like i think my biggest issue is just what we talked about which i still stand behind and that's um now that she's upset and seeing peter in this position and now after all these things have happened with jed and with tyler and everything's falling through i i still see it as selfish for her to now interrupt his process to be like why don't you run away with me when this is really the first time that she's ever given him a chance after like he said on the episode i never said no to you like you said no to me yes and i still stand behind that as well as her you know sort of like we talked about last episode her sort of throwing it back on him and saying well you never reached out like well i i really uh, you know again and i want to pad this with this and we said this last episode i think personally still hannah brown was the best bachelorette in my opinion ever yeah she was my favorite rachel Lindsay. I felt like Hannah Brown, I loved the season. So, I loved the season. So I, maybe, I did not see her as like the best bachelorette. That's I, just me. I thought she was fantastic. Okay. I thought she was a fantastic bachelorette. I loved her. I enjoyed every minute of her season. I did too. Um, but in this situation, I agreed with Becca. Did I, would we go hard in the paint <laughs> with certain <laughs> things that were probably connected to production? Yes. Sure, but right. I do agree with then everything that you're saying um, in regards to that she did have a certain choice to bring up these things with Peter. And I didn't care for then the, um, the comment that was thrown at him on camera about the fact that I thought you wanted to be the bachelor because I felt like that right away put Peter in a negative light. It was for also the viewer. bullshit. Yeah. Because Peter was the one who was literally the least active on social media ever of like all the guy, all the top 10 guys. We didn't on, see Peter showing up at all these like events and everything. No. No, Peter was laying so low. Yeah. Because I think he was devastated and he made it so clear to Hannah how he felt about her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he continued to say that even in the beginning on this of the season. And I think people saw that differently too, where they were like, but it's different because Peter had feelings for her. And that's actually why I saw it as selfish because I yeah. felt like she should have some self-awareness to be like, I, 
it's not now fair for me to run back and be like, and I think for those people who are like, Hey, you, you know, you're being hard on Hannah. And then, and then with Peter, um, why aren't you being hard on Peter? He clearly is still in love with Hannah. Why? And then he's uh, choosing to be the bachelor. I think in now this episode, it was very clear that Peter did make his choice. He is trying to move on. And I think even if you are like, I know for me personally, I've been in relationships where I get myself to move on and I'm ready to be in a relationship with someone else. But when I see my ex, oh, the it, feelings it, are still it comes there. rushing sure. back, of course, sure. especially when it's all of fresh. a sudden, if you see your ex crying, saying, I made a mistake, it's so, that's hard. Yeah. But Peter took, Peter was very clear with what he wanted and we saw him moving forward with I that. I mean, Hannah kept trying to kiss. Okay. So, so, okay. so, 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 so. when, Oh my God. When Peter right away said from the top, it sucks hearing that you just thought I wanted to be the bachelor. And then like you said, I was floored. You are the one that said no to me. I never said no to you. I was happy that he right away, like made that clear. Um, yeah. I also like, again, I I don't know. Some of the stuff Hannah was saying was like a little concerning to me. Cause one of the things she said was like, I let go of someone who didn't hurt my heart. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was like, is this what it's about? It's not about you losing Peter. It's about you now regretting that the people you tried to end up with, that they hurt your heart. And so now you're regretting letting go of someone who didn't hurt your heart. Right. Not, let, not re- That's different from regretting letting go of Peter. Right. And I, and I, I feel for her because she's been, been literally a lot devastated relationship wise over the past few months. Um, but I definitely don't think that it's, that's a reason that you should choose to be with someone is because they didn't hurt your heart. Well, and then she put him in the position of saying like selfishly, like, you know, let's go catch a flight. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I was sort of like, all right, you're expecting him to make like this very quick decision. And again, it's after he experienced a lot of rejection from her And I also felt like if you really feel for him, he gave you the option of coming back to the house and staying and like, and exploring things through the journey. Would that be the most humbling thing ever? Yes. (laughs) Did she want to do it? No. She gave him the, she was like, well, you know, what was clearly communicated is like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'll take off with you right now. Yeah. We can go jet set, but like, I'm not going to come back to the house. Right. Right. So that made me sort of question too, like, yeah. And I think if, if it, like, I felt like, I feel like if I felt like someone was the love of my life and I truly regretted it, I would be like, I will do what it takes yeah, especially, to have my shot with you again. Especially since if it was if for in Hannah's situation, she was the one who last rejected him. So now and she he, has to, he fought for her all those weeks. And he fought weeks for her. Yeah. He doing really that. Did. So he know, was on the show fighting that's, that's for what her. I, that's what I mean. Yeah. So if I was in that and position. And fighting for her. Remember, how when all everything was going down with Luke and everyone was getting angry and wanting to punch him and Peter was always the one who was like even keel yes. and just like I only have my eyes on yes. Hannah and he was the one comforting her when everyone was like making drama. Yes. So I felt like if you really regret it and you believe this person is the possible love of your life, you fight for that and you go back on you fight your way through those girls to get yeah. to, to be the, the final with that final yeah. rose. I, I completely agree. That- I never would do it. <laughs> But I agree. But that's what I'm saying. I think I think if I really was yeah. like, I yeah. regret this and I want to be with this person, I think I would. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you, yeah, you wouldn't no, want to miss out on that shot at love? No, I completely I completely <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> well, when he said, Oh, Peter has a lot of good insight. I'm very he was raised well. You can tell that the boy that he's had some great conversations with his parents because mm. he he um made that comment, um, 
saying that he's nervous because he wants someone who wants him back. Mm -hmm. And he's like, when I've been thinking about you, I'm thinking, is she just missing the what ifs, not actually missing me, which literally hit me in the gut. I Mm -hmm. feel like I was going to throw up Mm -hmm. because I'm, when I was watching their dynamic in this specific situation, then even taking into consideration the production and her and all that, I was like, I feel sick on both ends too, because it's like when there's heartbreak, there's heartbreak everywhere. And I do feel sick because I do think for her, it is the what ifs more than Peter and the what ifs suck too. Uh The what ifs suck. Uh They blow. They blow. So he's hurting like crazy because he's still dealing with having been in love with her. And then she's dealing with, did I make the right decision? Or excuse me, did I make the terribly wrong decision? And what if I would have been with Peter and da 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 da? Which I actually think she made the right decision in terms of like the bigger picture. I think that I think the whole journey really seems like it has taught her a lot. You know, I think so too. And I don't think that she's. I think her happy ending will come. I think so too. Even though, I mean, will it come on this season? Did she walk away? Yes, but as we found out by v- from many many DMs. Her comment when she posted the photo, the photo of them or the little video of them flying around and said, bud, apparently that's his like cute nickname that his family calls him bud. So there was like an endearing piece to that. So will she be back? Is she the one that Barbara is screaming about? I mean, it was just so (laughs) awkward. She kept trying to kiss. I thought they were going to kiss. I was sure of it. Becca, his self-control. I was pacing, pacing watching it. Like, it's going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. And she kept leaning forward. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, my God. And you know what? When when this was all happening, um, who was it? Oh, Alexa. And it flashes to Alexa and, and Kelsey. Was, yeah. And Alexa, girl. Oh, my God. I'm on the Alexa. I'm so hard on the Alexa train. It's stupid. But Kelsey and Alexa are having that conversation. And Kelsey's like, I'm best friends with one of my exes. And Alexa says... I know that I fall back in sexually, so I can't do that. And I was like, Alexa, I'm with you. I can't do it. I can't every be best friends. Every ex I've ever like been besties with, you better believe we're hooking up every single fucking time we hang out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The sexual tension is high. You've already done it, so You've why not keep doing it? And then it. you see the person, you remember them, you remember their smell. Oh, God. Granted, if you're with someone new, though, like I, I do keep on friendship terms with some of my exes. Are we hanging out and grabbing dinner together and hanging out at each other's yeah, houses? No. 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 <laughs> Can I be alone with them? Absolutely not. <laughs> not unless I'm looking to have another child. Sorry, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I was I, I I was literally, literally confident that they were going to start well, kissing. And he held back so much, which I really... Th- she she crawled into his lap. Remember when she crawled into his lap? It's so cringy. It's really so cringy. Oh. Because it is, I say it's cringy, like, I feel sort of bad and awkward because you he was just it. not... He was just holding back and he was not taking the bait. And, you know, he was raging. I think that it really f- reflected, though, his dedication to the the show mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. process and and I think he had so much respect for the women that he was like not willing and, and respect for Hannah that he yep. was not willing to do anything that would compromise his journey or give Hannah the wrong idea if he wasn't ready to commit it totally that well and he literally she's like holding him they're staring into, into each other's eyes and then he finally says I can't, I can't do, do this. this he I need to go back to the girls and she pulls him in again <gasps> 
And I'm like, just let this poor guy go. He's panicking. He's trying his best. He is about to kiss you, and it's about to look very different for him and his situation with the ladies. Um, but then that's, he, wi- that's wisdom. Can you imagine with the girls finding out that wisdom. he's macking with Hannah truly, backstage? Truly. It's not good. And then he, oh man, when he then is walking off and then saying to himself, like, I didn't handle this the right way today. Um, and then he's questioning, we broke up so recently. Is it okay to feel this way? Mm. Right. He was having like really respectful questions. Inner dialogue. Yeah. Great inner dialogue. And to all the people going, Oh my God, Peter is, isn't like, is still in love with Hannah and he shouldn't be there. Da-da-da. No, this is, this is good inner dialogue. He's good having. processing. Yes. It's just processing. And he's being very open about it. And I think because he was able to make that decision and say like, no, I am, uh, you know, we're not, we're not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. That was awkward. She did not like that. No. Yeah. But you know, and I, and I give him a lot of slack too with this conversation with Hannah cause she is so familiar and like comfortable in this new chaotic journey. And you know, like you said, he still has feelings for her. Yeah. And, 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 now, that's okay. and now they have this in common. Yeah. They both this experience know how stressful it is to be in this situation. And I do, th- I agree with you. I think it's totally okay that he's just processing through it and he's getting over her and it's not going to be overnight. And I still 100% think he can pursue his, me too. His future wife. <laughs> Bring her back to us. Um, okay. So. so then he takes, he pulls the women downstairs and this is again, another moment where I was literally like chanting his name just because He's right away honest with the women. And, and this is what I loved about him because I feel like I could have seen other bachelors in the past throwing like Hannah under the bus. Mm. He got in front of the women and he didn't go, well, she came on and now sorry about that. And do you know what I'm saying though? I could see numerous people making it Hannah's fault. Instead, he was just like, obviously, like I thought it was a good idea. It wasn't. And then her and I were talking and some things came up for her that she was surprised about. And, and, and I'm, this is a lot for me and I don't think this is, I'm in a good headspace and I, I need to yeah. take some time alone. It was, I got to imagine those very drawing for these women who have sat around for hours. Oh now hours in the wings waiting, Wr- written their and sex he's novels. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they're holding books. In. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, so my ex swung through, super emotionally distressed. What we had was real, by the way. And uh, so I'll see you guys later. I don't know if I want to be here anymore. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> see you guys tonight. Uh, I'd be like, oh, I, you could so read it dark. all over their face. And then, of course, Natasha. Well, Natasha. Goes, well your feelings haven't gone away. She hasn't gone away. <laughs> oh, my God. Natasha was killing me. She was, was literally. Dying. Natasha was the voice inside of all of our heads. Like, like how i would and all be the feeling girls are the kind of uncomfortable way. like <laughs> every time she would say something oh but- no it was insane also speaking of natasha <laughs> bless all of you broads for sliding into my dms and telling me who she looks exactly like because it was driving me crazy it is an actress named tika 100 and it's literally natasha's twin it i is. know about her from gossip girl she used to hang out with nate archibald and gossip girl and they're <laughs> actual identical twins and they're goddesses and that's all okay Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And Natasha then, and, then, and, then and Sydney are upset. His response where he's just like, totally valid. Totally fair. Totally get that. He sees them. He sees them. There's no denial. There's no, okay, but. He just, valid. Valid Which, point. Okay, so, moving on. Moving on. portion of the date. Alexa's looking really cute in her leopard jumper. Just go throw that out there. Oh, you you know that I wrote that down. I was just like, girl, I'm alive. I Looks am great. alive for this Looks outfit. Great. Yes. 
uh, Natasha is ready to come for him. She <laughs> is going off about the nerve that he would cancel on this group of beautiful women. And that's what I said. All the girls are kind of like nervously like, <laughs> like, yeah, you confront him. Meanwhile, I'm just going to be trying to get some yeah, makeout time. Can in. you please say something? <laughs> Don't put this shit on us. We're not saying anything. <laughs> Natasha is like literally ready to murder Hannah, like straight up. And I'm loving it. But I was loving what it. What I like about her, what cracks me about Natasha is that like, yes, there was that drama with McKenna, but in this episode, we just see her like loving on all the girls and her eyes are just like on Hannah B and she's like, and Pete, and she's like, and so Pete. what are your intentions here, bud? I know she was taking <laughs> care of all the other women. Hey, we make sure that we're on the same page, my friend. Um, well, I was dying because then when she went to confront him, oh my god, he disarmed her to the max. Disarmed the, her. And then that conversation, she was giggling like, oh, stop. Well, he, <laughs> he first of all comes back and immediately apologizes yes. again. He's like, I'm putting the past behind me. He says, I'm, he's done with Hannah. He says Hannah B is in the past. And he says Hannah B is in the past. And he says he gets if the women are upset with him, he would be too. Like, Which I was like, okay, Hannah B's in the past. All right. Yeah. All right. So, I don't we'll know. See. I don't think she comes back. Do you think she comes back in this? I don't know. Which will be a little ironic considering how much flack Luke P got from coming back after he, she told him to please leave. Not quite That's, the same scenario. However, yeah, definitely not the same scenario. But he did. Peter is, does want her to not to come back. So we'll see. <laughs> I sure hope that she doesn't. She can find a beautiful man here. There's lots lots of other lovely men here in Los Angeles. Yeah. I I, I think somewhere. We have some friends on Rhea. Nice guys. And we know some nice people. I know a couple of our guy friends who would literally die to be with you. So, you know, here we are. Um, But yeah. Oh, no. So he comes back. I... I I do have to comment on his little moment with Alexa because we haven't seen a lot of her. Um, I really liked their little dynamic because she was like really gracious, but she also gave him a hard time. She was just like, what were you thinking? Yeah. Like, it was so recent that you guys broke up. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, I don't know. The producers just told me that she should come <laughs> on and do a date. Like what? <laughs> but yes, Natasha. Oh my God. She's coming to confront Oh, she says, there are some things that you still need to figure out. Um, you should figure them out, but not at the expense of us. Which, and he was yes. like, you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> he says, like, you're so right. And he turns around. He's just like, there is just something about you. And she's just like, me? Stop. Oh, no. He <laughs> literally just took her in his hand. and was just like, I'm going to, I will see you. I will acknowledge your anger. And then I will compliment you. And I was like, that's how it's done. That is how husband material. Husband material. All I could think about arguments he could diffuse with us. All I could all I could think about was like if Evan would do that move more often. I know. Evan and Grayson are yeah. yeah. They're quaking right now. Why do you think Peter's (laughs) mom is so happy? Apparently, his dad. What he's modeled is just being like, you know what, Barb? I totally hear you. That's so valid. I really do need to work on that. And have I mentioned how (laughs) sexy we're looking in this morning in that bathrobe? I mean, this is what is keeping the spark alive between... Uh, and there is clearly still a spark. Something's working. So, my goodness. Take notes, men, from, from Peter. <laughs> notes. From the men of the, men of the both Peter, right? Yeah, Not by the Jim. way, we also called Peter's dad Jim the entire episode last time, and apparently his name was also Peter. He but I'm going to continue to call him Jim because Because we got to distinguish between both Peters. Yeah, which Peter? Dad so Peter? We're going to call take him Take a Jim. note from Peter and Jim. You yeah. know, that's... <laughs> 
So that was just hilarious to me because by the end of it, Natasha was like, I like this Peter guy. You I know, know like- I know. You won her over. Well, Sydney and Peter. Oh, so Sydney was the other one who was not happy. And uh, she also <laughs> made that clear to him in a little more of like a like doe-eyed way mm-hmm. um and by the end of that they were macking all of- oh they were all over each other oh my god i think peter likes a little bit of attention though i think he thrives on a little bit of on a little bit of uh uh d- diffusion of the well, situation i think we're seeing by the women that he's getting rid of and the women that he's keeping that peter likes a little bit of drama in likes his a life spark. he likes a little spice like keep on, and, on his toes and we see Speaking of Sydney and Peter, by the way, we see in the preview for later on in the season that Peter and Sydney have sex. Is that? It says literally you hear unless you hear someone else say, though, they had sex in the hot spring. They said Sydney and Peter had sex in the hot. But spring. also that could be hearsay. It could be hearsay. So I'm going to give them the better than that. But okay. <laughs> holy shit. But you can tell that they have crazy sexual chemistry. I think they might be. I, I don't know if that exactly. I think they might be setting that up because they set it up with Peter being like sex is important in a relationship. You see them macking the hot spring and then you hear someone say Peter and Sydney had sex in the but hot But then spring. you're seeing everyone freaking out. It's, and then he says, yes, I have been intimate. So maybe she's the one that he's intimate with. Ah! <laughs> I do not fault him. Sydney is so hot. Sydney <laughs> is so hot. <laughs> and she definitely is. She's got, she has that thing. She has that thing. I want to see her on the screen more when she talks. I kind of like, I, I, I lull actually, into her, like what she's saying. And like, she speaks in a very relaxing way. That's actually like, great. I totally disagree with you. Where like when oh, Sydney really? talks, she does this like very like monotone flat. Like she sounds dumb to me but i know she's not dumb kind oh of really thing. oh see her, drives me nuts her words like lull me and i'm just like mm, i'm on a giant pillow of blank a giant uh bed of pillows and <sighs> she could tuck me in see i just i can't i can't do it however i do think she's very beautiful and i hope <laughs> they have sex really really hoping for that um so to mckenna and peter the first thing she brings up is dancing of course by the way um in our cast bio episode we were Po- or sh- uh, showing videos of McKenna doing her quote unquote qu- cringy wine dance, which she does also in the fashion show later. Um, but then we ended up finding other videos of her where she's like a professional dancer. So like her cringy wine dance is not so cringy. And we were talking about how it's not cringy because you can tell she's a good dancer. Well, it turns out she's like a, a legit dancer. Which, so of course, she's like, you owe me that dance. Yes, because she knows that she would kill it on the dance floor. Um, of course, of she ends up. Of course, she ends up on, on the counter. <laughs> on the bar counter. So, I mean, check mark for McKenna. She's one of the few so far that have gotten the counter treatment. I'm almost like, I'm almost like, uh, I'm almost like more skeptical, skeptical now of the counter girls. I, I'm like, I don't know, like, what, what, who's going to deviate from the counter, right? So, like, you think the counter girls aren't going to be the final girls? Maybe, maybe. Okay, interesting, interesting. Can't believe it. I, might I, be I, a now my and now I can't stop thinking about Sydney and him having sex in the hot spring. <laughs> First of all, bacteria. Secondly, <laughs> number one, <laughs> this season's going to get so spicy. I can't wait. Um, I I would like to say something about McKenna, and we'll get into this later. Um. <laughs> 
Yes. I think McKenna is the girl who says all the standard bachelor catchphrases. Like she is the girl who is, I think watched every single season knows exactly what to say, exactly when to hold back, when to be cute, when to do all that. Um, I did feel bad for her in this episode because I felt like why? Because of the, the interaction with Kelsey, I felt, I felt bad for her. Oh yeah. I, I felt actually strangely less bad for her than I did for Hannah Ann. I, I felt like bad Hannah for Ann both. got the brunt of it. I felt, well, yes, yes. But also Kelsey came for McKenna so hard when McKenna literally did, didn't do anything. She See, took him away for like three I, minutes. I guess I just thought it was over so fast though. The thing with McKenna, like, like, uh, uh, Kelsey didn't hold her rage for McKenna. Yes. But she also went after McKenna's character in a giant circle of people. Dude, that was insane. And McKenna re- hasn't okay, done wait, anything. Okay, let's get to okay, that. Okay. Let's, I, I, skipping ahead. I'm sorry. I'm so, pa- I'm so passionate about this whole Kelsey situation. Okay. Well, I did. I, I do have to say I love when then he's about to give the rose. And and I, I, I'm, it's not oh. just a McKenna thing. I die every time when someone's sitting on the edge of their seat, like nodding their well, head along no, with him Ma- talking. McKenna's on the edge of her seat doing that every <laughs> single rose ceremony. They always flash to McKenna, and McKenna always is nodding, going, I know this is my rose. (laughs) (laughs) This is about me, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. Yes, it is. She's manifesting it, you know? She kind of gives me Olivia Cardi vibes. I can totally get that. You know what I mean? Like, she may snap at some point in the season, but she's also composed. It's the eyes, maybe. And, like, still, like, at the end of the day, a nice person. Exactly. Albeit annoying. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But Sydney gets the rose. Foreshadowing. <laughs> I just I love that moment in any season with any person where they're like, that's my rose, and they're like the face. <laughs> I the, didn't the slow blink. I didn't want the goddamn rose anyways. Because the girls who get the roses early on go home. Always. Everyone's gonna lose their shit when Sydney fucks him. Oh. <laughs> lose it lose it okay well before we get into this whole cocktail party fiasco (laughs) oh my god um so these women and peter are going to start traveling the world pretty soon falling in love exciting stuff but you gotta stay up on your health and wellness so you're primed and ready for love and to be honest one of the most convenient ways i can think of to get all the vitamins and supplements that you need is Care-of. Mm-hmm. Care-of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and support you long-term. I love 20... I, I love 2020. I love... <laughs> I also love 2020. <laughs> I love Care-of. That's what I was going to say. And especially Care-of in 2020. And what I was going to say, it was 2020 here and with a lot of us talking about our resolutions and all that, instead of that laundry list of resolutions you don't end up sticking with, Care-of can make taking your vitamins and supporting your health goals actually attainable and something you can stick with. Care-of is focused on the quality, science, and research that goes into each of their products and recommendations, and their convenient daily packs are perfect for an on-the-go lifestyle. You can just throw one in your purse or your gym bag, and you're on your way, great for traveling too. And by the way, the Individual eco-friendly packs are made of compostable films, and there's tons of info on how to compost them on Care of's site. Yes, they make it extremely 
easy for you. Um, for someone not thoroughly educated in health and wellness, trying to figure out the vitamins and supplements you need can be really overwhelming. But Carob's online quiz makes it so, so easy. It's just a short online quiz and you answer some questions about your diet, health goals, lifestyle. And Carob will recommend a list of vitamins and supplements specifically for you. Um, you just answer easy questions like, how much sleep do you get? Do you work out? Do you have any specific diseases that run in your family? Are you concerned about your hair and skin and all that? Um, I have a bunch of vitamins to help with my immune system and heart health because of family issues. It's great, and the convenience makes it so easy for me to remember to take them daily. Uh, and today, Carob has a deal for the broads for fifty percent off your first Carob order. Such a good deal! I know for fifty percent off. off your first Carob order, go to takecareof.com and enter code Chatty fifty. That's fifty percent off your first Carob order by going to take care of.com and entering code chatty. I've also done a little bit of maths and I think care of saves you money instead of having to buy multiple bottles of different vitamins and supplements. Yeah. I know a lot of times you have to get a new one every month. Yep. 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 And I end up, uh, big bottles go to waste like on my shelves. I'll end up like not actually going through them and yeah. Yep. Completely. All right. All right. So next portion. So next portion is the cocktail party. Um, before, the uh, the rose ceremony. We have an interaction with Lexi and Peter. This is yes. the, the first time that we actually see Lexi. Um, and a few things. Number one, she's very monotone, but I, I really, I'd liked her in this interaction a lot. I thought that Peter actually had a terrible memory before he pulled out the toy car. I was like, oh my gosh, another intro. He's just totally forgotten. I thought so too. She's but like, I was also she's like, like look at he's still being so honest. I was like, how sad. She's like, we sat on the back of the car and talked. Like he just, I, th- I really thought he didn't remember. We are seeing a gift giver beyond gift givers. This man is bringing gifts uh, for these women. Like love language, love language for sure. He, you know, he got the the thing a ro- or a, a flowers the other day for Victoria, and then he's got the car for Lexi. He brings Madison a photo of him or her with his family. Like he's very thoughtful. Yeah, <laughs> and I picture him wrapping all of these himself. One hundred percent. Oh, he is totally going to be one of those husbands where you know, for like Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, birthday, Christmas, he's got like he bought you, he buys you a star named after you, oh, one of them, sure. and then he has like this. Yeah, it's going to be. There's always going to be rose petals leading somewhere. He's a romantic. He is a romantic. Uh, but I loved how Lexi. I loved how Lexi handled the situation. Um, I like that she was really intentional about like kind of having a moment with him where she was like, yeah, I'm putting myself in your position and I appreciate your honesty and um, I'm here for you if you need to talk. I don't know. I feel like that's always a good move. Sure. If I were to be on, if I were to be in the mansion and there was drama like this, I would make sure that I was the girl that pulled him aside. You want to be the refuge. You want to be the exactly. oasis. Like, I see you. I understand you. I see that this is stressful. And if you ever feel like you need to talk, I'm a safe place for you. And she put that out there. It she is put very, that out it there. It is a very good move. And then he calls her a goddess, by the way, which again, <laughs> how many check marks can I put all over this man? When a man calls me a goddess. I want to just say, actually, also before we get into this night, that uh, from my experience on the show, that I guess it's technically the first ever real cocktail party, correct? Because you have like... What do you mean? It's like the first... It's the first cocktail party before the rose ceremony, if you're not including night one. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that one was like the roughest, like emotionally for everyone oh, when, really? on my season. Like okay. I, and, and so actually it was kind of funny cause when we were going through this, it was like very dramatic and a lot of like bad vibes. And I was like, I really, I actually remembered that that was then that was like one of the worst nights in terms of that. Why do you think that that is? is I think it like it's the sleep? I think it's the sleep deprivation. I think also everyone's really on edge because there's still so many girls. And yeah. I think a lot of people are feeling like they don't get sufficient time with him and they're stress, stressing about that. And they're stressing about if other people he has better connections with. And so I think just like the tensions and the stress levels are really, really high. And people are also getting kind of stir crazy being in the house that and totally makes all sense. of that kind of thing. Cause I actually have a specific, memory from that night where like I had to remove myself and I was like hiding on the edge of the property and I was just like sitting all wrapped up in my fur and I was just like bad vibes just stay out here <laughs> protect yourself just, you know you're good vibes. girl you know you're good you yeah. had your conversation with him and I just had to like remove myself because it was very high energy and high stress and very uh, like difficult to be around and a lot of people were losing their shit well, we definitely saw a lot of shit being lost. <laughs> so that seems to make sense. Yeah. So. Okay. So this whole saga starts because Kelsey hasn't had any time with Peter. And she has this bottle of champagne. Which, did we ever find out what's the special thing about the champagne? I think it was just she got it on her birthday last year. She just said she's been saving it for like a very long time. One year. It was her birthday champagne. We never found out if there was anything specific, but I don't think that there was. I think it was just her birthday champagne and she was saving it for a special occasion. Okay. So first off, I'm also, like... Also, girl, it should have been refrigerated. Put that in the cellar or whatever for optimal drinkage, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Put it on your shelf. It's fine. It's fine. Might so be flat. It's fine. <laughs> I think that uh, I, I immediately was like, well, you know, obviously this is going to get stolen. Of course, you, you put it out there. And of, and of course, because the Bachelor producers work as hard as the devil, mm -hmm. they put out another harder. bottle of champagne. They work harder. <laughs> very true. They put out another bottle of champagne in a very similar, you know, uh, uh, display so that it could be easily mistaken and you Whoopsies. know that they told hannah and peter to go over and have the bottle of champagne well so first of all mckenna mckenna takes her, takes him when i guess kelsey said that it was her turn even though we never see kelsey saying i'm next it's just like in her mind kind of assumed sure and then she literally loses it on mckenna and mckenna is very i could not believe that she i mean you already brought it up but i was freaking out she was wild in sitting her down in front of everyone in everyone the room. everyone and i dude she's just like she and mckenna right away except this is the thing with mckenna is that she right away accepted it and she was just like okay but I think like she was flabbergasted like she was, it's kind of like what the but fuck? she but she also said like hey i i intentionally only went away with him for a few minutes and she's like what's the so that the rest of you guys could have time she says what's like she goes, what's the difference between me taking him now or later for a few minutes like i don't understand and then kelsey's just like it's bullshit i mean kelsey was just in on her in her own little world i she's was like, like what are the fuck are you going on about about she's, she's like there is disrespect and you disrespected me yeah and she's saying that she's a snake and then that what was the worst part to me about it is that mckenna's just kind of looking sad and quiet and letting kelsey speak and then kelsey says you have to live with that and i know you don't care 
I'd be like, but, no, I don't care because this really has nothing to do with me, you psycho. But then McKenna goes, I do care. And Kelsey's like, clearly you don't. Don't expect my sympathy. And like McKenna's just like watery eyed. And I'm like, dude, that... If I, I would been be in McKenna's, so fucking confused for one. I give I give McKenna props for not literally like having a full Real Housewives moment and throwing a drink in a face because if someone would have literally uh, like verbally like, assaulted me fuck? like that when Girl, I did nothing, yeah. I would have flipped. You would out. be like, "What the fuck are you going on about?" Like I get getting that you're having issues and that you're not connecting with Peter or whatever. But like me having time with him has nothing to do with you. You're right. I don't care because I don't even remember what your name is. Okay, bye. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, I would have lost it. And McKenna just started to like cry and it was really sad. I mean, I I imagine that she probably was like very shocked of like, what the fuck? Why am I being confronted (laughs) in front of all of these? Like, what? Oh, it was crazy. It was bizarre. And and it very displaced. uh, Yeah, all that. Okay, well, then we get to Madison. Yes. Um, they obviously have a connection. And then, you know, although Peter, she was just like laughing at everything he was saying. Did you notice that? Yeah, there wasn't she like kept a, going like. <laughs> and then Peter's just like, forward. <laughs> Peter's like, listen, I have a surprise for you. I actually bought you more bots and fan accounts to bump your Instagram. Into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But he gives her a framed photo. I was like, what the fuck is she supposed to do with this? Unless she marries him. What are you going to do that? keep it as a keepsake i'm not sure but that's the thing i was like well this could be a perfect setup for the bachelorette because if he dumps her then she can be like holding that photo in her room crying perfect. and it's like the perfection <laughs> she's like thank you so much for giving me this makes it puts me you one know, like step she's, closer she's holding it like a child who's lost her mother or i mean exactly. her mother who's lost her child oh, or something like grieving. clutching it to her grieving. heart well she i love how she asked though if he has wrapped it himself and he was like yes and the thing is i believe it because you know why <laughs> you know why because peter hasn't lied once in this whole thing so when he says he wrapped the present he wrapped the goddamn present mm-hmm. that's all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um also alaya her velvet magenta ensemble insane i knew you were dying dying her but but alaya is just like she's sweet this angel who's so kind and even though kelsey's losing her mind she's sitting there fixing her makeup and is like trying to distract her and be like she's like okay tell me about the champagne tell me more about the champagne we all need an alaya in our life they were all all the girls were being really sweet with with kelsey honestly they were being so sweet with her until there was a certain threshold hit and then it was like i love how tammy was like i don't want to be associated with this no (laughs) don't drag me into this but i did feel you know like no one really like turned on her in that sense everyone was just kind of trying to diffuse the situation and was like okay girl like no it's fine everything's Mm -hmm. okay just chill out i get the vibe that she was like cool and then lost it yeah and so what it seemed like because all the girls seemed to be like cheering her on you never know who's going to be the one to snap and then she snapped you never know so of course holy shit (laughs) Uh, of the timing where she's sitting telling everyone about it and Jess, you better believe I died when that pop. And she goes, was that a pop? You mean the, the champagne pop heard around the world? I'll never be able to get that sound out of my head. <laughs> the pop heard around the world. It was crazy. That was hilarious. In the midst of the girls like, being like, I'm not going to tell you guys where it is. <laughs> Her face, when she turns around, she's like. <laughs> it's like was that a pop? when a prairie dog is like. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Sydney, it's not your champagne. It's probably not your champagne. It's Everyone's totally like, it's not. It's not. It's probably somebody else's champagne. It's the bachelor's champagne everywhere. It's definitely not your champagne. It was 
Kelsey's champagne. And you know what was so cringy is it's so obvious immediately that Hannah had no idea. Hannah had no idea. Oh my God. First of all, I'm like, why, Kelsey, why were you the one to go check to see... the, like watching when her she walk walks in and, see and, goes, them. and she goes excuse me and then, and then runs away it was so sad it, was so, it sad. was so sad and both of them are just like um if she wouldn't have lost her mind through the saga that excuse me would have literally debilitated <laughs> me for a week i would have been so sad hearing it because it was so depressing but then she flipped <laughs> okay again the fact that kelsey have some fucking discernment how old is she 27 27. miss iowa or something and she decides to confront hannah ann about it in front of peter in front of peter oh my god it was the worst look it looked so bad it looked looked so bad she literally like came for hannah it was so cringy and peter then she then like she comes for hannah ann and then she take like and then Peter's trying to find her and comfort her and oh she like d- won't let him see her. He's like, no, he's like, uh, Kelsey. And she's like, I don't want to see him. Take him away from me. And then of course, when then Hannah Ann's like, there was a mix up the champagne's over here, which yeah. obviously was not her fault. But I was just like, oh yeah, producer slick, a mix up this champagne hidden behind three bushes and two chairs. That I was, know that was the real one. The Hannah real Ann one, the real one. No. And then, and then I love, I, again, and I'm seeing, I'm loving some of the relationships that I'm seeing with the women that Hannah immediately went and was like the mediator and she like ran to hannah ann and explained exactly uh you mean uh tammy yeah excuse me sorry tammy ran immediately to hannah ann and explained um what happened yes and she's just like kelsey's really upset tammy's this is so her pretty by the way too i love like the understated dress and like i love her still she's fantastic and hannah ann is just like she's hearing it but she's also kind of like uh-huh <laughs> before she gets attacked she's kind of like okay right. it's a bottle of champagne what the what? fuck ever <laughs> get over it well then i'm like, about to get twenty five thousand dollars worth of revolve clothing so i really don't care so the situation with kelsey could have been over when they have that that champagne but then of course <laughs> to the face Jess. Champagne to the face. i would like to personally thank kelsey for making my 2020 this is the best way to start 2020 how did that happen? This girl. I don't know. But Grayson got so many still shots of it. Do <laughs> you snapping his phone, his camera to try to get the perfect. It was it was actually unbelievable when he got a still shot of it. It was just. Well, the fact- and, and Peter can't help but start laughing. Of course. you. How could you not? I mean, it would be like I felt so bad because how humiliating. But like the fact the fact that before she took down the bottle of champagne she like almost knocked over the other bottle of champagne and then she goes like i don't even care and it's like she's dismissed champagne for the rest of her life like no shame champagne bottle is safe around her and then the champagne is like well fuck you bitch (laughs) two two middle fingers in kelsey's face and just explodes it was in so then after that kelsey is like oh no time to take out my rage on someone that has literally nothing to do with this yes yes uh, back to hannah ann the shit she was saying she's like i'm real you're calculated i'm like no you're just a real hot mess girl it is like dude i it was so just it is so it is so painful to watch because I, I personally do believe that Hannah Ann, the vibe that I get from Hannah Ann, as we've discussed, is that she is calculated a sure. little bit. But is there ever 
any excuse to verbally assault someone like this. No, when no, they no. Did spe- not, they didn't, she didn't do When shit. they didn't do anything. She did nothing to There's her. never, this is out, it was out of control. It was out of control. And Anne did nothing. There was a mix-up. It was an accident. There was a mix-up. And Kelsey's just like talking about how she'd respect Hannah if she'd own up to her sneakiness more and all this. And Hannah's just kind of like, I hear you. Like she says like 15 times where she's just like, what? Cause what else I hear are you what you're saying. No, she, I felt you like know? she, I felt like she handled it the best way Yeah, that's possible. what I'm saying. Well, there's no, there's nothing she, else to do with someone that's a ticking I gotta time give, bomb Again, like I got to give Hannah Ann and I have to give McKenna props. They handle it very graciously I mean, in the moment. I would have lost, I would have lost like, it. I would have lost it. Absurd. Well, that, that's been when Tammy was like, I do not want to be involved in this champagne crisis. Um, like, I'm so supportive. But now this chick, she said this chick is a hot mess. Yeah, she needs the, to go home. Kelsey's like, let's get Tammy. Let's hear from Tammy. It's like, oh, God. And it's like, no, I don't want to be your, I don't want to be Kelsey's spokesperson. Don't make me the spokesperson for this girl. No. Um, so then we have the rose ceremony. Um, McKenna gets the first rose. She does get the first rose. There wasn't much else. To, I, I, um, yeah, there wasn't really much else. Who got the, uh, oh, we finally see Sarah speak. Sarah yes, finally speaks. And again, I'm like, who is this? And again, shocked by how, Beautiful. who is this gorgeous girl? I'm like, oh, Sarah. <laughs> or, hey, are we ever going to see I, her? I don't know. I don't know. We also didn't really see anything of uh, what's her name in this episode. The one that la- Kelly, like, you know, it's like kind of in the yeah, in these first few it. episodes, you kind of don't see anything of a lot oh, of people. Oh, have to have to give a moment for the truth bomb that Cheyenne dropped. Now, if we'll remember that last uh, week, Cheyenne did not have a good encounter with Hannah Ann. So no. she could definitely be team Kelsey because of like her past drama with Hannah Ann. But in a very wonderfully put way. She's like, I think it's fishy the way that Hannah Ann popped the champagne, remembering the confrontation. But the way that Kelsey handled it was all you need to know about who she is, and she has to go. So she even was like, no. But of course, Kelsey is going to stave because, you know, more drama to be had. Of course, and she gets the final rose. Meaning that, from what I know, or from what I caught, Peyton, Lauren, and Courtney were sent home. Yeah, I think there might have been one more. I'm not one sure. More. I might, I might have missed. Again, yeah, I didn't really get much but, time. Yeah, Peyton, Lauren, and Courtney, from what I know, which okay. I'm really bummed. I didn't want to see more of Peyton and Lauren, and I'm, I'm bummed. I don't even remember who Courtney is. Courtney was the one with uh, the fake boobs. Ah, the newscaster or one out for or them. At least the newscaster in our minds, yes, in our <laughs> hearts and minds. She's definitely not a newscaster. Just in our minds. can't remember what she actually does. So. Um. All right. But at this point, like, yeah, the Hannah Ann and Kelsey drama is getting real sketchy. They're very, to me, they're both very scary in two different ways. (laughs) I feel like Kelsey's the type of person who like stabs you while making eye contact. Yeah. And Hannah Ann's definitely the type of person who maybe it's like poison in your cake later. She's going to hire someone who will then be connected to someone who will then poison something when you're out to brunch with your friends and you'll never find out who it's. And then she'll like bury you like in her front yard and like put flowers over you and like be like watering the flowers every day. I like that. That's hot. Yeah. (laughs) So the next morning we see the girls. (laughs) That's hot. Love that for her. The next morning you see them talking. Okay. We need to talk about Tammy's breakfast outfit. Oh my God. The little bow in her hair, her little white like silky pajamas perfection perfection i know i know i, I was floored her. everyone else is looking like the crypt keeper themselves i would Haggard be wearing my i would be wearing my comfy aka my giant blanket sweatshirt i'd be looking like death and Tammy Tammy looks perfect was no matter what perfection yeah like i was i was living for it 
So the date, <sighs> the date. Now, surprise, surprise. They're just they're just sending them now to Revolve. Can you they're just believe, shipping them to Revolve. Can now. you believe Revolve is like actually now we are a certified part of the Bachelor franchise. <laughs> they're like this you know is what? no longer a future thing. All of you contestants will be involved now. <laughs> they're kind of like Peter's. Like you know what? I'm just going to usher a few of you in. I know a few of you are just going to have brand deals anyway, so you might as well get to know your future um, partners. How future companies you'll be you're going to be going with. to Mykonos next spring with you're them. <laughs> so might as well get uh, acquainted now. Aspen in the winter. It's going to be fantastic. I still don't know how, I, I guess I've just never gotten an invite to one of those revolve things. That's shady. I'm upset about that. Ew, I want to go. I know they look so fun. They're, they really go over the top for those. Those are like full vacations. I know. Bitter. Bitter. <laughs> Whatever, I'm not really buying any new clothes this year anyway, so I guess it goes against my ethos. <laughs> so, first of all... <laughs> goes against my ethos. <laughs> Boring! Um, okay, Janice Dixonson, by the way, speaking of the Crypt Keeper... <laughs> I swear to God, I am so obsessed with this woman when she showed up on my screen and like this is the crossover I like, that oh! I needed. Also, Carson Cressley, another crossover that I needed. Uh, that this would be my dream. I would leave Peter <laughs> right there. I'd be like, this is all I need. I'm fine if you send me home right now. All that I need is to please Carson and Janice. If they are pleased by my performance, I can oh, live. Oh boy. Um I think she was displeased with everyone's performance. She hated everybody. Literally She everyone. truly did. Um, on brand for her, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're told that they're going to have to do this runway model thing, and then they're going to win $25,000 worth of clothing. That seems like a lot. That's a lot. Well, do you saw how many bags? It was like 17 bags. I'm like, how? she's going to have to pay so much extra for like luggage fees. I know, ABC traveling better, around the better world. comp that. Come on. Um, I also wondered if it was sort of a ploy and if there was like a bunch of empty bags. Yeah, there's definitely a possibility. Wasn't surprised. Show <laughs> magic, you know? Uh, yeah. They'll give him to her after. So Victoria F is immediately insecure. And honestly, I don't blame her because I actually started to get very nervous about the idea of doing a runway walk in front of all these people. Yes. I. How did you feel about that? Well, here's the thing. This is, I'm not a good person to ask because <laughs> in this specific situation, I would like, I would be living for this date. I am not a model. I do not do a runway walk, but it's the walking that would make me nervous. But That's I, I would just be like, we're not models here. Minus Hannah Ann is actually like a, an actual model. I would just be like, I'm going to give it my everything. I'm going to stomp this thing out. I would only be scared of Janice. Janice would scare the shit out of me. I would because be really sh- nervous because I'm not a smooth walker. I got equally nervous when we had to do the what's called date. The, the Moulin, Moulin Rouge date. Yes, but that's dancing. That's wild. Well, we also had to do this walk, though. Coming out, it's the walking that, that I just, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm I think not smooth. I would have been really excited for this date, but I definitely understand how, especially if you are, can get like a little bit of stage fright. This is horrifying. Okay. And, and my biggest thing that I'd be nervous about if I was one of these girls is 
having to pick the outfit because you're getting judged on like what you're wearing too. And maybe you're not someone who's, you know, as wardrobe savvy and that's intimidating when you have certain girls who are. Well, Kelsey comes to come for her and I'm like, okay, so this is maybe why everyone sort of was on Kelsey's side in the first place. It seems like she's kind of cool with all the girls until she wasn't, but you know, she was like immediately the one to go check in on Victoria. Yes. Uh, Yes. Okay. So this is my question for you though. Okay. What were you going to say? No, I, what, what was your question? I was just going to ask you, do you think Victoria F. is actually insecure about this? I literally went on a full-blown Six Flags roller coaster, like, through this episode, through this 15, 20 minutes with Victoria. I'm going to tell you, I really don't know. This is what I believe. My tell personal, my personal opinion. And I could, and here's the thing. I could be very, 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 very wrong, but I was, my notes are covered and I'm so confused. She seems like she would be super confident, but she's not. Well, yeah. And she's tripping out and I can't read her. And I was really like, I was see like, oh my God, she's so nervous. And I felt for her. I really felt for her during this date. And I'm like, oh God. And I was then feeling nervous. But then she comes out the first time. Then you time, see homegirls performing. And she struts. And she is fire. There is not she an is, ounce of doubt in her mind of what she's doing. all over the runway. Okay? And then the biggest thing is then she comes out in lingerie. Mm-hmm. Which... Oh, not just lingerie. She does basically like a whole full strip tease. Yes. She guns a blazing. She is looking unreal. She's dropping the leather trench coat. I am getting hot and bothered watching it. It was insane. She looks in unbelievable. I mean, let's not, let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I want to cover this in, in okay. full detail. But my, my thing is this, and I, I don't want to put any sort of, I, I was living for her runway walks, mm-hmm. but I don't. It doesn't line up to me being like, I'm about to leave the show and like throw up. And then you have the confidence to be like, I'm going to strut out in lingerie and make out with Peter in front of everybody. Part of me thinks that this is the type of girl. And then when her and Hannah Ann have the walk off and then she flips again and is like, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. And like two seconds before she's like, I'm so hot. I've got uh-huh. this and all this. What? I think Victoria is the type of girl who... um is manipulative in the way that she just like how later on even farther on in the date she like wouldn't look at peter in the eyes and was like i can't do this and like she is begging for the attention right so maybe she was actually nervous about this date maybe she thought maybe there's going to be girls like hannah ann who are professional models who are going to be better than me so instead of just not saying anything i'm going to be like oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I'm gonna be horrible at this. And then she kills it. So I think there's always an ounce of truth in everything. So this is actually the way I saw it. I don't think she was specifically insecure about the runway walk because, you know, we've seen this in past seasons and when the girl actually goes on to do the runway walk, she's a little unsure of herself. You know, maybe she ends up doing well, but the way that Victoria... 180 and was like let's go girl victoria's secret angel mode activated (laughs) that was like okay she took on her namesake i do think though i do think that victoria is insecure and judging on what on the allegations i think that she is someone that overcompensates for her insecurities through her sexuality and through her sexual prowess i Yes. I, do you I, see what I'm saying? I do. I do. I think I completely agree like she, with she's you. She's a conqueror where she's like yes. her end game is like, how can I prove my superiority to these other women around me by conquering this dude? Right. 
I completely agree. I think that she, I do believe she is incredibly insecure. Um, but I also think that she seems extremely manipulative. Oh, no, I agree with Right? That. So there's kind of like this weird, yeah, like you said, when the, the type of person that is, that comes off, like will, will probably um, do well in all the challenges and will always have Peter's attention. But I wrote down in my notes, I think she will threaten to leave every single episode. Yeah, 100%. I think that's going to be her game. And I think it also is working with Peter. Yes, I I agree with that. I think so he's falling for we'll her. We'll get into that. That being said, I don't think she had any ounce of insecurity about walking the actual Nam cat, catwalk. No. Because, okay, so also everyone's going to get free clothes from Revolve when they come off of the show anyway. They're going to get like $25,000 worth of free clothes. So don't worry, ladies. Holy smokes. About losing this. That is a lot. I mean, I don't know about $25,000 <laughs> worth, but I mean like... You're going to get a shit ton they're of gonna, free stuff. They're going to get a ton. So Peter's runway walk, stiff at best, two out of ten. Two out of ten. He does a strange robot moonwalk at the end. <laughs> but then he says that he should just stick to flying planes. So he knows. Yeah, he he sees it. himself. He sees himself. Natasha actually was owning it. Natasha owned it. I loved her second outfit choice. Um, Alexa Slade. McKenna's been McKenna. McKenna had a, had shticks the whole time. Lexi actually killed it, I felt like, on the runway. Of course, Hannah Ann comes out in a full wedding dress, which did the producers... Obvi- well, yeah, Alexa's ass was out, which I wanted to just touch on that real quick. Oh, and she was looking fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Janice Dickinson is just jealous. Janice Dickinson was so jealous. Also, her outfit choice is she can put together an outfit. So Hannah Anna comes in the wedding dress and she says everyone's going to have to see him, see me in a wedding dress marrying him anyway. And then she threw the veil at him. <laughs> Did she get three outfits? No. Just, oh, yeah, because she had the final runway, the walk off. No, very, she also had her pink and gold ensemble. She every, had three Everyone outfits. got two outfits. But, oh, so her first, her day look was the wedding dress? Yes. Everyone got two outfits, but we didn't see numerous of the girls, like any of the outfits, by the way, which really bummed okay. me out. Well, then, okay, so yeah, Victoria F, though, did not come to play. No, she did not. And this is why I actually started to love her in a villainous kind of way. That's what I said. I just want to clarify when I say I fell in love with her because I was like, oh, 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 oh. Hannah Ann's look of concern when she saw Victoria F's runway walk was everything. This, she was like, in my bones. You see the wheels, the cogs turning in her head. And she's like, I thought I, I thought probably, I had this nailed. Probably a lot of these girls kind of have like thought because Victoria F is constantly like, everyone's so pretty and I'm so nervous. Like, oh, this girl, nah, she's so beautiful, but she's not a threat. She's just going to be nervous. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit. Oh, but she will be a threat. Mm-hmm. And she's going to And these tropes of the devil and the angel. I was like, let's go. This is crazy. Oh, yes. And... So then it comes to the showdown, you know, comes down, of course, to Victoria F and Hannah Ann, obviously the dress (sighs) flick with Hannah Ann. Dude, Hannah. Now, now when, when all of a sudden they were doing the walk off, then Hannah Ann came to play. I was devastated. And was like, I was really hoping that Victoria F 
was gonna get because I one. wanted Hannah Ann to get. Twi- I wanted to see her get a little tweaked the fuck out. Yeah, about get, the a, get a get a little bit thrown off because it's come so easy the whole time. I mean, minus uh-huh. the explosion of Kelsey on her the night before. Sure, um, but she she did that dress flick four times. Mm-hmm. She could have killed someone with the way she was whipping that thing around. Mm-hmm. And Victoria really didn't bring it the second time. You could tell she was like. And also, I hate when they make them walk side by side. That runway is not big enough. You need more room. No. They should have had a separate walk off. Yeah, I agree. I was very bummed out that they made them walk together. And then, you know, so Hannah I wins, demand round two. Hannah Ann wins 57 bags of <laughs> Revolve clothing. This is the thing, though, when it comes down to the end of the night, who got the rose and who got the clothes? Ooh. I didn't mean nice for that to rhyme. Tagline. I'd take the rose over the clothes. I would day. definitely take the rose. So. I would definitely Gotta take the rose. And it kind of worked in, in uh, Victoria's favor because then she had something to cry about. That's so true. So it she all was just actually like, kind of unfolded. She's like, this has been part of my master plan the entire time. It worked. Well, speaking of clothes, okay. Um, we've been talking about living more sustainably lately. And I know you, Becca, have been on a big sustainable life journey lately. Oh, boy. A big Am one. I going for it? <laughs> well, <laughs> on our sustainable living podcast, we learned from Sierra that one of the best ways to shop for clothing uh, and such is through consignment or secondhand. Well, we are here to tell you about an amazing company that slays the luxury consignment world game. Oh. It's the real real. The real real gets me in trouble. It's <laughs> the leading reseller of authenticated luxury consignment from top, top designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90% off retail. Ugh. Yeah, up to 90% off. And you can shop and consign women's and men's luxury fashion and streetwear, as well as fine jewelry, watches. I'm always browsing the watch section. Art and home goods. New arrivals come in daily, and every item undergoes the Real Real's meticulous authentication process. In fact, the Real Real employs over 100 plus brand specialists, gemologists, horologists, and art curators from around the globe who inspect thousands of items each day to ensure every item is authenticated. So you know you're not getting duped. Oh no, the real real is the real it's deal. The real, it's nice. the real deal. Um, let me tell you, Broads, as an ex-wardrobe stylist, I do have quite a passion for some designer gear, um, but I've never been able to afford it. It really is so expensive. And when I checked out the real real for the first time, I was floored. I mean, incredible deals on gorgeous products that are inspected and taken care of. It's very shocking. Um, Evan actually got my Christmas present from the Real Real this year. It's a little Gucci ring that I couldn't afford normally, but it was 70% off its original price and in pristine condition. Um, So you can shop luxury the sustainable way. Go online or download the app, or you can actually visit one of their stores. They have one in Soho or West Hollywood, and they have a new location um, on Madison Avenue, I believe, in New York. I highly recommend going to one of their stores if you can. And consigners, try out the Real Real's white glove service for free in-home pickup today. Shop in-store, online, or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL, R-E-A-L. That's the realreal.com promo code REAL for 20% off select items. Um, you know what else is real? What? The drama 
the absolute drama of trying to go to the post office these days and send something. It's the worst. I swear to God, the amount of things I bought online and needed to return but never did for years because I didn't want to deal with the post office is upsetting. But this hasn't been the case anymore because of Stamps.com. Stamps.com brings all the services of the U.S. Post Service right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. And once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in a mailbox, and it's that simple. With Stamps.com, you get $0.05 cents off every first-class stamp and up to 40% off pr- priority mail, not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Yeah, Stamps.com actually saves you a ton of money. Um, Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com, including us here at Chatty Broads LLC. Uh, So give yourself a resolution you can actually keep this year. Stop going to the post office and go to Stamps.com instead. There's no risk, and with our promo code CHATTY, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. It's very, very cute. Um, no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in chatty. That's stamps.com, promo code chatty. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Thank God. Thank God. Um, so. So let's, speaking of sending something, let's send it with this drama. What a way to rap. So Victoria F was, it's a good move. Like you said, a manipulative move, a good one. She's like, I don't know if I can do this. She didn't even look at him and she's making him ask and her what's wrong. reeling him in. It, she, she is, he is her trout. He is her Marlin. <laughs> she's reeling him in. Yep. Straight I up. mean, he says, I know you're like, not like any of the girls here. Like, well, that's an understatement. <sighs> Lord in heaven. <laughs> he is she's like crafting this situation where he is able to be his most gentlemanly self. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's like, because he is a gentleman, he probably really enjoys leaning into his gentleman ways. Mm-hmm. And she is creating that for him. Just like when all of a sudden he tries to move her away from the cameras to give her privacy, which was yeah. such a sweet move. Mm-hmm. He's literally like redirecting her and kind of like, okay, like be over here and it's okay. And he's just comforting her. And uh, oh man, it's he, a little frightening. She has got him wrapped around her finger. She knows exactly what she's doing. She was one of those ones where it was like, you know, last week because of her weird second encounter with him where she was telling him again about her opening line. And Oh, you didn't know it was how like, it was gonna are go. you going to go next week or this week? I think she's well. A little bit of the crazy came out to play, and he is into it. He loves it. Um, Also, though, they didn't start like making out hardcore, which I sort of expected. It was a very light kiss, and she maintained this sort of like damsel in distress mode. And just like you said about the counter, I'm having this feeling about these these girls that maybe he's not playing all the normal moves with. Uh huh. Who's switching up the game on him? Yes, and he's loving it because he's normally the one in, in control. He's normally the one in the pilot seat (laughs) in the cockpit um Mm -hmm. i do have to make this comment because i was thinking about this the entire what cocktail or didn't uh drinks after fashion show time um hannah ann and mckenna 
remind me of this season's Cassie and Kaylin relationship. Ah. Um, but they both think they're Kaylin. <laughs> <laughs> right? Definitely, I think. I don't know who's Cassie and who's Kaylin. I think Kaylin is Hannah Ann, but I think Hannah Ann will go farther. I don't know. We'll see. But their but their relationship reminds me of that because because they're like um, the clothing lines we are going to start. After yes, this yes. Season. McKenna's very much like they're comforting Hannah, but Hannah Anne is very like confident in herself and doesn't seem like she really needs comforting. And I think once again we have a situation where like I don't think actually. Do you think Hannah Ann sees herself making it to the to the to the to the all the way to the end with Peter? You mean does she want Peter to choose her? Yes, and does she think that's like when we talk about her being confident, is that what she's confident about? I think Hannah Ann thinks she's going to get in the top 3. I, I think, think Hannah so. and Ann, I think she's perfectly fine with that. And I think she's fine with that. I do not sense uh a deep affection for Peter. I'll mm-hmm. say that. I mean, she seems to me more competitive right. than anything. Right. And she just is kind of seems to me to be like a very confident person, right. which again, Hey, guess what? No shade. Because mm-hmm. if I were to go on the show, I'd go on for the clout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't see her being like over the top in love with Peter. Like right. for instance, if we want to talk about McKenna versus um, Hannah Ann, I definitely get more of a sense that McKenna actually like is more actually or interested in Peter more okay. than Hannah Ann is. Okay. I get that energy. Someone's calling me right now. I think both of them don't see themselves with Peter in the end. Okay. I'm actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not sure who I think is the most serious about wanting to end up with Peter. Yeah, I felt like night one. We'll see as it comes. I mean, it was because because night weeks. one, we were like, everyone seems to be super into Peter. And then all of a sudden, now this second episode, I'm kind of like, I feel like there's a lot of villains this season. I think <laughs> or it, a lot of like, I don't know. It's it's very layered. It feels very complicated it's this also season. Week, it's also week two. Yeah. So it's, it is very different. Everyone's just kind of having fun right now or not having fun as the case may be. I think when it gets into the top five, you see actual feelings coming out. So I guess I can't really judge right now because everyone's had maybe like an hour with Peter. Who do I think, who am I confident is there because she thinks she's going to end up with Peter is Victoria. I agree. Oh, Victoria P. Oh, Victoria P. I also actually think Victoria thinks she could take it all the way too. Victoria F. For sure. I I think she, I really think she may. Yeah. I mean, it, it wouldn't. I mean, again, we'll get to the preview. Yeah. That part makes me think if it's not Hannah... If it's not Hannah Brown. Let's get to the end so we can talk about that preview and everything. Okay. Um, um, but of course there's more, <laughs> there's more oh, drama oh, to but be of had. More. So Kelsey and Peter have a moment um, and she comes back after they sit together and she says that she's got enough validation to be secure where her and Peter are at. I was dying Whatever. when Lexi goes, good for you, bitch. Like friends supporting friends. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Um, but Hannah Ann is now steaming. So Hannah Ann starts though, you know, I just want to leave last night behind me. Let's move forward. Well, I think Hannah Ann is in a panic now because I think she was confident, 100% confident that Kelsey was going home. If uh, not if not the night before, then maybe Hannah Ann, because Hannah Ann's a smart girl. You can tell she's smart. Yeah, of course. That it's, she's probably thinking, all right, producers are making 
Kelsey stay one more day, but Peter's not going to keep her. Peter doesn't like her. So all of a sudden when Kelsey comes back and goes, I got plenty of validation that I'm staying. Hannah Ann's just like, what, what he likes you. And I'm watching her start to like bubble over. And then she's like, like, we can't have this. We cannot have this. Someone questioning the shit. And it kept talking about the champagne. I would never do that with to someone champagne. And I'm like, this is so <laughs> hearing about it, hearing about champagne talked like in this, this way. Touch it's your champagne. So strange. I would never do that. But to yeah, you. like you so, said, uh, she's right. That, you know, you know, yeah, I want to leave it all behind me. And she's like, but before I do, <laughs> but before I do, but before I do. So she, she takes Peter aside and I just say it every season. I just can't stand when people do this. No. I like also I was, can't stand. I also it's, it's, was like, I, 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 I think even though Kelsey came after her and that was totally unwarranted, I still think it's fucking shady to then turn around and and go confront the bachelor about it. I know, it. I know, I know. Well, and, and especially she started the the conversation of the confrontation with him by saying, "I know you're tired, Peter, but I was up all I last was up night crying, all night crying." Yeah. <laughs> Don't my eyes look pretty right now? Are you going to compliment my eyes? Quick, before I say more. <laughs> don't my eyes look so not swollen and like I don't look tired at all and I look fully rested and beautiful even though I was up all night last night crying. So much fighting. We haven't seen her shed a fucking tear since Kelsey did no, that that's why her. I think maybe that's why I keep using the phrase confident with her. Maybe it's more like she's not very warm, which she gives all the... Sure. She gives off all the airs that she would be warm because... I think maybe with him, she's a little warmer, but she's a pretty serious face. Like she seems like she's there to compete. Well, that's, that's why I that's say a thing. she's playing the game. It feels like that. And it she's a competitive like person. Yes. Because you're, we're not seeing her sweat until this moment. But even, even in this moment, it's just a blip. I'm just like, how dare you say you were up all night crying? My face would be like three times its normal size. If <laughs> yeah, I was up all night I would crying. Be so puffy. How dare you? Um, but she then tells Peter that Kelsey told her to fuck off and said that she was a bitch. It's all true. And everything that Kelsey, the way that she approached it was completely inappropriate. But then (sighs) Hannah used the B word. She used the B word and the, the bully word is the trigger of all triggers on the bachelor. As soon as the, the phrase bully comes out, it's just game over. I think that saying something, I mean, Maybe not always, but I think in this scenario with Kelsey, like yelling at her in her face, I I don't know. I didn't see that as bullying. I saw that as like rude and mean and unnecessary and out of control, but I really wouldn't classify it as bullying. I don't know what like the exact definition for bullying would be. The The way that I took it is like I could definitely see the word like Hannah saying the word, the term bully. I don't go no. Because she sure. was literally screaming at her and calling her a bitch and saying I, she was a snake. I think it's tactful. That's the thing. Like it, it is a move for her to be to throw in. And I felt bullied. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's it's like that. It's like that she trigger knew exactly word. What she was doing in the Bachelor, but I definitely feel like Hannah. Hannah has been on top of the competition. She's not like, and so I, I guess when I associate I don't the word bully, I, I think like if you were coming after someone who like, this, I, this I is know. why I'm critiquing eh. I don't think Hannah felt bullied. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Taken off guard, a taken aback, clutching her pearls, but crying all night. I mean, come on, Jess, can we agree? She was not up. Cry- up no, she definitely all was night? not up crying. She all got night. the best sleep of her goddamn no. life. <laughs> no, 
She was fine. <laughs> uh, was yeah, she I'm just emotional- trying to think of the word bullied. I don't know. It's always it's a tough. It's a weird territory. No, I guess I shouldn't say what Kelsey was doing wasn't bullying. I shouldn't say that. I take that back. I don't think that Hannah felt the victim of being bullied. I feel like it's an intre- I think it's interesting. I'll just say this. <laughs> I think it's interesting that she didn't seem. Um, she seemed like uncomfortable around Kelsey because Kelsey was like kind of being like sitting down and putting out like weird, like power. She was trying to like power move in front of her with everyone sitting there. Yeah. But I do think it it was interesting that Hannah didn't talk about it to Peter or like didn't really even talk about it much until Kelsey was like, I'm a hundred percent confident. And I didn't make that connection, but I think you're totally right. So I feel like if she would have, felt like really fucking destroyed by it that she probably would have approached peter before the rose ceremony talk- and been like yeah. do you hear kelsey screaming no, at no. me instead it was like at that time she's like kelsey's irrelevant she's gonna go home right this bitch is unhinged right so she wants her gone she probably felt like i mean yeah put in a terrible uncomfortable terribly uncomfortable position be getting screamed at no one likes that no but no, yeah. but she was i think she or was doing nothing. i think she was confident kelsey was going home until and so she, she didn't want to make a stir and be that girl to be like send her home but then all of a sudden now she's not and now here we are right and kelsey now is going to get the wrath right i also love this i do have to say another just applause to peter is that peter literally like honed in right away and he goes so she said this she used those specific phrases with you and Hannah Ann's like yes and he's like I am not okay with that yeah and he literally went directly to Kelsey and was like and he didn't do he didn't do because I feel like with Colton Colton would kind of like instigate the drama and be like well Kaylin and (laughs) Hannah B no Peter was like Peter was like I'm not I heard you called her a bitch and that she was full of shit and and all this kind of thing and he didn't say did you and let me think about that he literally goes I'm not okay with that if you said that and it was very direct Kelsey did say all that and she did of course she denies it (laughs) I did I thought I yeah it was a weird more like well, I may have said those things, but she was <laughs> like, I, I felt like she didn't quite directly deny it. I don't know if I misinterpreted that, but I, I felt like she was more trying to like wriggle yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I guess. He, yeah. Because Peter says, if you did call her a bitch and a princess and fake, um, in that <laughs> case, it's not okay with me. And she says that Hannah's playing the victim card. That's what has happened. She didn't deny saying it. She then kind of started to craft it in another direction. She's like, Hannah, Hannah's the, playing a victim card. She can turn it on. You see a very different Hannah, that typical, like, you don't know her like the rest of us know her. Um, and then Kelsey says that she takes her character very seriously and she's not bullying her. And she says, there's a difference between me saying not nice words to her face and bullying her. <laughs> And saying it behind her back, which I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Dead. I don't know what's yeah, worse, honestly. Uh, but he, but here we are. Uh, so I mean, we're left in this. Like, I don't know. I mean, I do think Hannah Ann was playing the victim. 
like I said, I just can't get the, her very first line out of my head of I was up all night crying, which is just utter bullshit. I think that Hannah Ann is a smart cookie, and I think that Hannah Ann knows how to play the game, and she's probably used to winning most of the time, and mm-hmm. she knows that she's probably she coming she in with get, like win. the thickest Instagram following already, <laughs> and that she's going to be fine because she's already friends with some Bachelor people, and you know... Got to weed out the ones who are getting in her way in the meantime. And she te- and she coupled up her her Cassie or who, however you want to her Kaylin or whoever McKenna is the other one who came in with uh, a bunch of friends who are already in Bachelor Nation. So they've paired up, and I think that there's probably a little bit of strategy. I don't know. Sure, I don't know. Well, well I, I don't thought, know. Next week, we'll see. Do you I think thought, he's going to send Kelsey home or well, no? I thought Kelsey was going home when when he was like walking her out of the little gate thing. I thought she was going home. I was like, oh, is she? Oh leaving? yeah, but then, but then we see the preview. Yeah, and she wasn't leaving though. She wasn't leaving because we we skipped over the part where Victoria F gets the date rose. Also, yes, but she okay. Victoria F gets the date rose, but then he pulls Kelsey aside after he gives Victoria yes. the rose. Yes, yes, yes. I just wanted to point out that that was earlier. Yes, um, but Hannah it, and but McKenna it, are devastated. But Kelsey wasn't being walked out to leave because, I mean, she's then sobbing in the bathroom and then she's going back to sit with them. Well. But I'm saying like, oh, is he just going to send ceremony. her home? But then we see later in the season a clip of Kelsey saying she's falling in love with Peter. I know. Which I don't think is happening like next week. No, I think she stays around. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, this Hannah and, and Kelsey drama is going to be intense. Jess, this preview launches and these bitches are turning on each other quick. This is getting, this is going to get nuts. This is getting nasty. This like, is becoming rock of love for sure. I don't think I've seen that many women. Like everyone looks like they are just at each other's throats. Everyone is screaming at each other. Loyalties are lost. No one is friends. It is it going to crazy. be uh, all out warfare yes. for Peter's who part. Who is it? Tammy screaming with who? Is that McKenna? Um, I don't it's remember. Tammy and someone. Tammy. I I feel like Tammy's screaming at Sydney. At Sydney. Oh yes. yes, 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 yes. Uh-huh. Post hot tub. Post hot. Tub. I mean hot Wait. springs. Excuse me. Oh lord. I don't know. Well, and then, oh, oh God. So we have a preview for next week. And then we also have a preview sure, for later the, in the, the season. The, the, the super tease. The next week preview is Hannah Ann is crying saying she's not a champagne stealer. So I don't know what happens. Still Th- this, this still seems like it's going to carry on. And then, oh my God, we see Sydney. At least it seems like she's saying that Victoria P, AKA maybe the new crystal is putting on a pretty little princess facade. That's what I'm saying. Everyone is just turning on each other left and right. We get, looks like we get Demi next week, which I'm so excited for. what is going on? Thank God it looks like a very violent day. (laughs) There's a lot of feathers and pillows. People are getting bashed over the head. They're going to take their rage out on each other with a sexy pillow fight, it seems like. Don't know what's going on. Um, And then... So yeah, you cover all this because so it was all on, a blur, and then of course Grayson and I start talking about everything that's going on. So I always sort of miss the super teases. Later on in the season, it looks like Sydney. Um, so we see Sydney around because we see Sydney. I think it was in a helicopter with post Peter head trauma because we see a bandage on his head. Okay. So I'm assuming Sydney stays around for a while because okay. I think his head trauma comes a little later in the season. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, it looks like Natasha's around for a while. 
Mm-hmm. We see her in a bunch of dates that are traveling. Uh, it looks like Maddie's around for a while. Kelly and Hannah Ann. Those were the those were the few that I stand kept out seeing and, yeah. over and over again. Like that looked later in the season. Um, again, we see Kelsey saying she's falling in love with him, and then Peter is saying that sex is very important for a relationship. I don't know why it's taboo because it's part of a relationship. And I was like, yes, sex, positive upbringing. <laughs> He's like, let's go for it. What the fuck ever. Um, oh boy, he's going to get himself then, into so much trouble with these ladies, though. And then he decides that at least it seems like he's going to have sex with the other one from Hal- from Alabama. Sydney. I just gotta say, I just I I never think it's it's always a mess when you start having sex before the fantasy suites. It's well, always people a mess. start to get upset. That's what I'm saying. I think that I don't think it's wrong, but I think in the scheme of the game, it's an unwise decision. Now I'm curious. I said that very curious. I'm curious. Um, Because Peter, you hear him talking about that, like, I don't know why it's a taboo. It's part of a relationship. And you see him like sitting with women and being very honest, like, yes, I was intimate and da, da, da. I'm wondering if like he's going to have maybe sex with potentially Sydney earlier on and then be really honest with the girls and be like, "I, I will be doing this. It's an important part of a relationship for me. Because I could be, I could see him being the bachelor who who actually ends up doing that and is and is honest about it. What's concerning me is what about these conversations with these contestants about birth control? Like if they're just making out in a hot tub, like what what's going on? I don't know. Because I've heard of the fantasy suites, they'll have like a box of condoms kind of thing, but like what's happening? Is he just like I'm going to pull out? Like what's going on? I don't know. I mean, maybe I feel like Peter. I mean, he's smart enough. You would think he seems like he seems like he's always prepared. I also would think that he was smart enough to. I don't know. I just think he's going to get himself in a world of trouble if he starts fucking girls before the fantasy suites. Yeah, it's going to get a little wild up in here. I'm loving it. Please (laughs) sleep with as many women as possible on this season. I want to see relationships crumble. (laughs) I want to see women sobbing. I want to see hearts devastated and torn apart. I want Barbara wanting 15 uh, daughter-in-laws. I want orgies. (laughs) We also see Barbara Gate again. And I am drooling. Just just drooling at the mouth waiting for the scene. Also what we get is the another tease of the end when he's talking with Chris Harrison. And I really think it's Victoria. I really think it's about Victoria. Okay, so that was my thought when I first saw the episode last week. And he said, and Chris Harrison says, we found out something that none of us knew and I need to tell you. And I think skip ahead if you don't want to hear the spoiler. A few you know people a spoiler? Have messed- no, no, no. It's something we've already talked okay. about, but people have said, please don't keep talking about this but it's hard because it's everyone's talking about it so it's hard to ignore it but skip ahead it's not like a it's just a background about a contestant spoiler we've talked about it a ton but victoria f is the quote-unquote home wrecker and um i was sent a dm from abroad saying that reality steve and i haven't listened because i'm too scared because i don't want to hear any spoilers but apparently reality steve had on his podcast already two of her friends whose husbands she slept with on the podcast confirming it and i again i haven't checked and looked because i'm scared if i open anything with reality steve i should just have like evan open it or something you should or have your mom yeah someone apparently 
the two two of the the ex friends slash wives of these husbands. If anyone wants to give us a synopsis, by the way, without any spoilers, if you don't mind, yeah. So apparently they went on, or if they haven't gone on, they're going on, and he like announced that they're coming on or something to confirm that this happened. Holy shit! So I'm wondering, yeah, if this is the moment where Chris Harrison's like, we just found this out, and and Peter's devastated. Okay, I thought you were gonna say that you changed your mind after watching the second time, but but Mm -hmm. no, yeah, I felt like the second time around, I was like, this has got to be it. And again, unless it's Hannah Brown, I don't really see. But like her coming back. But what would, would they all just find out about? Do you know what I mean? Like what would Chris Harrison be like we all yeah, just found I guess. this out? The only thing I could think of was like Hannah. Hannah just called our production and is like begging to come and show up because she doesn't want you to be. The way Chris says like we found this out. It seems like, like we all just tea. found out. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like tea. Final two. And what if. And then the big, the big question is. If Victoria is in the final two, does he just say fuck it well, and chooses okay. her or is he devastated and ends it? Doesn't Peter say something? I wish I had written it down. After Chris Harrison says that thing, he's like, says something about like, I want to make it work or like, I want to figure it out. Says, he, says, he says, my heart is broken, but I won't let her go. Okay. So that's why I think also that it's not Hannah because it just doesn't make sense to yeah, me. Yeah. Why, why would his heart be broken? Yeah. And, and he, ju- and he just doesn't want to let her go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! He I makes it all the way. Jess. I can't wait. I can't wait, Becca. This is the first time. This is the Why first does this time keep happening, though. Like I know it makes me so sad. I really hope he finds his person because he's so lovely. I know. Here we are, all convinced he's going to be like married at the end of this. No, and now I'm nervous for him. Wow. Oh, broads! I can't wait for next week. I've, I've, I can't. I can honestly say. I can honestly say. I have never been tempted. I've never been a spoiler person. I'd like to watch along. I've never been tempted in my life to look at a spoiler and I am, and I'm not going to do it. I won't do it, but I am so tempted because I just am so curious. I have to know, but I'm loving like finding it it out as we go and like speculating and all of that stuff. It's just so fun. All right, broads. uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. Please like, and subscribe. Um, Five stars. If you enjoy it, it really helps us. Yeah. On the Apple podcast app. All All right, right, broads. Chat soon. Chat soon.